This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, uh, I'm there with Obi, Trice, yes, Caniva, Swifty, Bazaar, all of D12, uh-huh. and uh, they're you know filling up. It's the make your own froze yogurt. And they're filling it up and go to the toppings and get the graham crackies and the peanut buddy cups. Yeah. And uh, Obi tries, think he sees a monster and jumps and gets uh, Reesey PC everywhere. Oh, mess, mess. And mess, now Bazaar is mad. Messy Obi. Because he's a, that's not a monster, it's just a rubber snake. Mm hmm. And so he's now pushing Obi, and Obi's pushing back Bizarre. And if you've heard any of his lyrics, you know that Bizarre is not uh, afraid of violence and even bizarre violence, strange acts of mutilation and such. And so I'm trying to dissuade it because now Bizarre's got a handful of spoons and he's digging at Obi's ear. And, uh, I wind up finally uh, settling it all down by I have to dump my frozy yogo on my head and make myself a conehead clown Sunday. Deflating the situation once again. Yes. With laughter. This is actually making me smile, and I know it is a horrible story, but I think this is pretty funny for a certain reason, which is I remember a certain someone saying he was friends with a monster that's under his bed, and I know that that's not Obi, but it is Obi's friend uh-huh. who I know does sleep in his room sometimes in the bunk, and so it is technically the same bed. And so how interesting for that guy to be friends with the monster that's under his bed, which when I heard that, I was like, um, I don't know if that's really true. Okay, yeah. And yet oh, his friend Obi, who sometimes in, is in the same bed, thinks he sees a monster and he's not friends with it. That is actually funny for that reason. And I think that the good trick I know that Eminem does do because he is friends with a monster who lives under his bed and he is hanging out with Obi who's so scared of monsters he throws Reese's PC everywhere. He gives Obi a bottle of monster spray to keep by his bed at night. Mm. And so then when, if anything, any bumps or noises, Obi just has... You know, sort of pistol drawn with the spray bottle of monster spray. Rome, sorry, Roman, can you sleep more loudly, please? Can Roman, you just be the, a little more loud while you. Um, Roman, the dog is making earthquake noises, and it's not uh, cute to me. It's disturbing me when I'm trying to be in the zone. And can you have less control over your tongue, please? Can you just not have so much control over where your tongue goes? Okay, and Brett even is noisier just trying to move a microphone. <laughs> Sounded like wheelchair falling Dolphin. down the stairs. 
and I should know. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names of the red carpet lying back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Oh, and I, that's right. And I did yeah. know where I was the whole time. Word them up, playa. So the fun thing we have for you today, get ready for this. And you are going to love it. Last year we had a pilot in contention, uh, formerly known as Baby Grandpa, formerly known as Whites and Golds, uh, formerly known as Untitled Bat Kid Project. Mm. Went through a number of phases. We sort of walked through, through each one in real time. This time we decided to approach it a little differently. We love these shows about... Science on Discovery Channel, where they take you inside a machine and you get to see how all the different parts work and the engine and the blades. And how they are made and why and the pieces and the switch and buttons and the wire. Like that video of the Crayola factory where they make the crayons. Childhood for the win. Have you seen it? Oh, God. I don't know why it makes me cry, but it does. The crayon colors and all of that just... Bring me back to the barn where I used to be left alone to color the hay. So what are we talking about? Well, what if we showed you the science of how it gets made when you're doing pilot? So we have had a tape recorder and it's been playing all the time as we've been figuring out our pilot, as we've been brainstorming it and writing it and pitching it and shooting it and loving hey, it. This is a lot time. like startup, isn't it? It is a little bit like startup, but it, a lot. Explain like it. why to Brett, because Brett's over there going, huh? Okay, huh? dummy. Well. Startup is another huge podcast. They're doing really cool things over at Gimlet and just exploring, you know, what if you were, were NPR but you weren't on NPR? So what they're doing is they did a documentary of, okay, I'm going to do a podcast about starting my podcast company. And you heard them brainstorming the name. Mm-hmm. And you heard him talking to his wife. Am I allowed to do the company? And his wife's like, maybe. Yeah. And we heard him go, how much do I own? And his partner has to be like, I'm the math. And so all these moments happen. And he t- takes you through it in real time with a tape recorder, like what me and Hayes used to mm-hmm. show you. We brainstorm the name of the pilot. And we ask, you know, each other, who really are each other's wives, am I allowed to do this? And we both say yes. And sorry to our own wives and girlfriends, but it's true. You know it's true, and you say it all the time. Girl, you know it's true. Brett, way to get in on that segment, but I I gave you an opportunity to get involved, and you hesitated and you ate shit frankly and i understand you're on, uh, under a lot of pressure because people lately are like brett's so good i love i'm just loving what that. what brett's up to these days oh yeah he's, he's becoming been, really good he's huffing himself up so brett's starting becoming. to be good yeah he's starting to almost figure out how to kind of talk yeah yeah but and, and you're proving now that it's still same old brett well, long way when to the go. big yeah. moment comes eats shit teed him up so what we were going to do myth. is we are going to play the tape from when we were first brainstorming this idea. It's so funny that this was something that at one point we hadn't even come up with yet, something we hadn't even discussed, uh, and that we just sat down with Brett to manage the tape recorder 
to get this idea whipped into shape. So yeah, we're taking you back in time now in the in the way way back machine, Mr. Peabody, and we're going to tell you some of what our thought process was and show you inside our brains when we're coming up with an idea and a title. And this was how long ago did we do this? I believe it was January. January. So, um let's just go. So do you have all your stuff? Yeah, I brought a, just a notepad of ideas. You want me to just rip into it? Well, no, I mean, like, do you have your, do you have your Snyder's of Hanover pretzel chunks? Yeah, the honey mustard. Okay, do you have something to dip it in, or are you going to choke on them? Uh, no, I have a Sprite. Okay, do you have the tongs? Yeah, but they're all rusty. I just I, I don't want because I can see you you know sometimes we like get going on these things and I sort of stall us out yes because yeah. you need to get the tongs or you choke or mm-hmm. you know some part of the process is held up so I just want everything to be sort of laid out on the table and the um, the spray can't be in in the bottle you have to pour it into a glass with a wider mouth yeah because otherwise spray. you're just dropping the pretzel well, it's a sprite remix okay. That doesn't change anything. It's still about. the same rules? Yes, okay. the rules are the same. So the rules it, are not remixed. Okay. Well, I'll just use this mug. Okay. Oh, this is a funny mug. What does it say? It just has... It's only funny on your side. Oh, it do, you can't see it over no, there? I can't see it from this side. Oh, well, it's a lady with like a beehive hairdo. Mm-hmm. And it says, oh, beehive. That's good. It's like Austin Powers. Well, that gets me into my first sort of idea. Okay, so also, I didn't know we were... I don't have anything. Oh, that's okay. I'm, I was just going to go off the news. I have a newspaper. I was just going to go off the news. Yeah, well, probably what we could do is take some of my ideas... Okay. ...and just jam the news into them. Like, Great. connect them to the news. Because that is... Uh, jamming the news is so huge. Slow jamming it. It's such a huge thing now, and maybe that is something that we can incorporate into the it's just big and it's like it could be a show and then do you have all your stuff with you by the way what 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 stuff uh your hair monsters i know you say that when your brain really gets cooking that your head gets hot and you need to put the clips the little hair monsters to sort of give it more space yeah yeah, they're not hair monsters they're hair spirits but they're not like they are not monsters. They are helping. Well, they're clips. They're munchy clips. Yeah. They and look they, like jaws. Yes. Uh, those I don't, brought your hair spirits. Thank you. I appreciate that. Those don't have to go in until I start to get uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It actually is better if I wait until I need no, to No, I just want to make sure they're here. Some because of the heat out of my head. Because as yes. much as you like to point, sure, sure, sure. your fingers realize that when you point the one finger at you, your thumb's pointing straight at the ceiling. And it's going to knock the drywall down on your head because sure. you stall us out sometimes. And, and then go, I would Where's really... Where's my hair thingy? Then my hair would really be in trouble. So uh, my first pitch, Schwingers. It's Swingers, but it's okay. the Wayne, Wayne from Wayne's World. They're going Schwing. Yeah. Okay. I lo- I think this is great. For a first pitch... Schwing, you're so money, baby. For our first pitch, that's really, really good. Uh, it's not really in the news right now. And it's Wayne being horny, but those guys are also already very horny. Mm. 
and they do the same move. They do the thrusty move that they don't go swing, but they should have at the time. But I just mm. feel like they're already so close in terms of horniness. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, I'm just. I, I, so you want a less horny character, no, or I'm just. I don't want one of the characters to be less horny. I want one of the like if we're putting two things together I want one of them to be horny and I want the other one to it be unexpected for him to become so horny we're never going to see him get horny no, no we will no and, and I'm I'm just asking and this is supposed to be like a you know if one of us isn't okay with something yeah especially when it like like horniness levels we are supposed to just be able to say that without getting any pushback Aren't we? Yeah. Brett! I'm getting horny, guys. <laughs> See, it's just this is... Uh, so, so this the, is real life. I mean, this is what people are really real like. Life. You're right. Is, uh, is, but forget it. We'll put swingers aside. Is this just going to keep... Ha- these noises are just going to keep happening? Yeah, it's just... What is going on? Can I use one of your hair spirits? Is it it's that your head is getting very hot? I'm just... This whole conversation of just horniness is just driving me... It's driving me crazy. Well, I got a different... I, got, I, I can go a different direction. I mean, I don't want... I don't want to get bread over... Overhorned. Can I stand up or something? Uh, what's going to happen? Like, I'm worried you're going to... Boy, just, it's really... You're really having some really trouble over there. It's geared huh? up. <laughs> That's my stomach. Uh, no, it's not. Um, so, uh, my other idea was Punky Bone. It's Monkey Bone, uh, uh-huh. but it's Punky Brewster. Okay. So it's like an orphan who has an animated monkey that there is making powers for okay. them or something. Here, I'll tell you what I like about that, Sean. Okay. Monkey Bone is very horny. Yeah. But Punky's not. Punky Brewster is a very sort of withhold, sexually withholding. Right, character. she's a tease. She's a, something of an ice queen. Yeah, honestly, she basically never gave it up. Yes, through the run of the series, and it was always sort of just out of reach. And so, for her to have this animated character that is also trying to get it. Yeah, you know, but can't let her. No. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, that is interesting. It's an interesting idea. I see what you're saying. So it's sort of a yin and yang, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Brad. Why is this making you horny? We're talking about someone who's not. Punky Brewster needed a breast reduction later in life. And Did I guess the idea that? of a yang is that now Brett's yang is kind of... All yinged up? Acting up. Yeah, we, yeah. we summoned it in a way. Yeah, he's over there yinging his yang. Okay. Here's my, here's my suggestion. I wonder if yeah. we can, to sort of make this a little more current... What's in the news, yeah. Inject something from the news. Great. And so just thinking about what is big today. Right now, in January? Yes. 
Photo bombing is huge. Baby New Year. Baby New... Uh, yes, Baby New Year. I mean, does that have legs? That guy died and everyone is like, like, why? Oh, this year is so bad already. So a dead guy yeah. photo bombs Baby New Year at sure. the same time that Punky... That Soleil Moon Fry. What about this whole Steve Harvey business? Have you heard about this? Oh, Jesus. Have you? I felt you... so bad for Steve. And I wonder if there's something we could do with it. Where is Monkey Bone in the competition? Or... So, okay, so Monkey Bone is competing. Right. To be Miss America. Uh-huh. Against... Baby New Year. Good. Who's photobombing the dead guy that everyone misses. Yes. Steve Harvey accidentally, and this is good now, accidentally announces that Monkey Bone's the winner when really Punky Bone, with her big titties, Brett. Mm -hmm. My stomach. Brett! Sort of very, very slowly throwing up. It's so. You made me lose my train of thought. The stuff that's coming out is so solid. It's like bread. It's like he's a bread machine. Copromesis. Monkey Bone was supposed to be the winner. Is where I'm at now. So right now, as I'm listening to the story... No, Monkey Bone got announced as the winner. That's, but I'm just watching the story play out in my head. So as you're telling me this, all I've heard is that Monkey Bone got announced as the winner. So as I'm hearing this haze right now, I'm saying like, oh, like, congratulations to Monkey Bone. Sorry, but now Monkey I'm wonder- Bone. Okay, well, now I have a different... It's Punky Bone who pr- ...set of information to, to process. Okay, Punky... So Punky Bone is... Not is Punky Brewster? Yeah. Okay, I thought that it was like a a play on putting both of their names together. I think I did too, but that's not what I'm finding. But it could be interesting that Monkey Bone, Punky Brewster, the show is basically becomes uh, Monkey Bone is trying to punk achieve the the Punky Bone. And we don't have to spell that out, but it can just sort well, of well, that's like season end of season one textual thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, what we have now, and let me... Can you run this back for us, Brad, actually? Okay. Not just, like, tell us, because, you know, you're supposed to be kind of, like, our archivist. Team recorder, yeah. So, yeah, so just sort of tell us what we have so far. Because if we have to, like, hang on to all this information... You want me to just play you back As well, the then there won't be any more room for new ideas. No, I'd much I, prefer that you tell us where we're at. But if I play you back the tape, it won't be recorded on the tape. So that no, will, and that's, why, and that's why that is not what I'm asking you to do. And before I forget this, do we want Punky... Oh, Brett... And that one was fake, I think, as an excuse to not go through the information. That 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 did not seem really Put horny this to on me. the and, tape too. And not much came out. Put this on the tape too. Do we want Punky Bone to be feeling okay. the burn? Mm. That could be really nice. Yes. And it could be um, sort of an all in the family style thing where like Monkey Bone is ancient. Uh, is like sort of an ancient demon. Mm-hmm. And so he's got a little more of these, like, old world values. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so maybe he's more of, like, uh, like one of these other guys that he likes. Yeah, one of the, yeah. And we'll look up who that is. Yes. 
whoever the other one who's not, who burn is different from mm-hmm. is. But Punky is feeling the burn, and so like as they're having this, mm-hmm. and so Monkey Bone kind of thinks Punky back Bone's and forth. a meathead. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes. very strong. Because people have been waiting for a, a new version. Of it. That hasn't really been tried yet. It's sort of a new all-in-the-family setup where these people are disagreeing and the I've been epithets are flying. Really anxious for it uh, because I. God, the sound. The sound is so crazy. And that's coming from under Brett's chair somehow. But I know it's him making it. It's his body. But what does it do? Oh, my God. And it's so hard to think when we do this. And we're onto a really good pilot. I, well, and I wonder if it actually is helping us. Because this is going much faster than usual in terms of, like, moving us along here. You know? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? What do you want to do? And the question is, I think. Uh, I, I mean, I had one more idea to... written down. Do we want to hear it? I we guess. We kind of found the one that we had. So I'll just throw this I, one I out. do want to hear what we have from Brett. <laughs> okay. I don't want to just, like, let, you know, like, let all he's contributing here to be his sounds. Yeah, Brett. I, I want him as also the official archivist. Yeah, Brett, why don't you just. So, what is the name we'll of the show? Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone and Punky Bone. Uh, Mon- Punky Bone feels the burn. Monkey Bones starting from the end. Okay, can we actually start from the beginning of this? Where do, where uh, does the action like actually kick off? It's when Monkey Bone uh, discovers Punky Bone in um, in the garage with his sort of lab, and uh, <laughs> okay. Monkey Bone goes, I think Punky Bone, what? Punky Bone. What are you doing in there? And there's Sorry. smoke. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. There's yeah. sort of smoke out of all the beakers. Sorry, Hayes cut you off. So, so Punky Bone is in the lab doing, okay. Right. Doing an experiment. Yes. Monkey Bone experiment. discovers Punky Bone. Okay. Yes. What are you doing? There's smoke. There's From smoke the and all sorts, yeah. Okay. Bubbles out, flowing out of the be- beakers. Yeah, Okay. And then uh, Punky Bone turns with the goggles on, and they're all fogged up. And then she sort of wipes off the fog off the goggles. Okay. And says, uh, just working on my homework. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we had. Okay. Okay. Then my other idea doesn't work at all. And then they both get really horny and and just start doing it. That's what we said? I don't remember us saying that, Brett. Where did I get that idea? Wait, this version of this thing that we have negates your other idea? Yeah. What was it? Pack Donald's. It's just Pac-Man eating fries. Okay. And then I was going to put, like, the news in. Okay. Like, maybe Pac-Man's feeling the burn. Right, or it's if it's Pack Donalds, uh-huh. it could be um, Super Pack Donalds. I, I was gonna say Manny Pacquiao. Okay, and Manny Pacquiao is sort of running a fast food franchise. Yeah, and he's trying to keep it healthy for boxers. Right, 
and that's why he would hire Pac-Man to come in and eat all the fries. Yes, so that no one else can get them. So it's Pac-Man and Manny Pacquiao. So do we do two pilots this year? Because this is feeling like a really rich world. Is it? Is this just the kind of the supporting cast? Is it possible that Monkey Bone and Punky Bone work Monkey at Monkey Bone and Punky Bone and Pacquiao is their mean manager at McDonald's, and Pac Man is his little crony who's maybe sort of a suck up and is always ratting them out when they're smoking a ciggy in the back. Yeah, and maybe they uh, replace one of the French fries with. Like a pool noodle or something. Oh, that would and Pac-Man be eat it. Hard for him to eat. Okay. <laughs> this is really having an effect as well, huh? So Pac-Man eating a pool noodle for you <laughs> is almost more arousing than the idea of like a Miss America pageant, which I think we discussed before. I think we need to take Brett yes. to a car wash and come back. Okay. I'm sorry that I was embarrassed that day. I just want to apologize again. Man, that really takes me back to January, hearing that now. It is so crazy that um, all that happened, that this thing is like fully completed now, and that's where we were. Yeah, that we started with such a simple kernel of an idea, and we were able to grow it into this whole This whole universe, yeah. And Um, that's just the process. I mean, it's a testament to the process. We've always used the same sort of formula for stories. And it, when it works, it works. And I guess after that, we sort of get into blocking out the first episode, the pilot. The, the, yeah. the, the, and that's what it's called. With an pilot. eye on the future, but, but yes. in, in terms of making the pilot, we did sort of block out that first episode. Uh, and we could do that when we come back, play that part. Why are they called pilots? On Hollywood Handbook. So, Oksana Bayul is like, I don't want to go up there. It's scary. It smells like it's it's like it's too hot. All these things, and okay. I'm like, well, you're the only one who's small enough to get into the vent. Okay. So, unless you're willing to go in there, my jewels are just going to be like left up there because I. Put them in there for security. Yeah. From the uh, the big guy from 24, Edgar. Okay. I had seen him eyeing my jewels in a very lusty way. Put him up in this air vent. Yeah. It's smaller than he is. Okay. But it's also smaller than me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I have Oksana put them up there. But now when it comes time to get them back out. Yeah. Suddenly it's too it's too hot, it's too windy. Okay. It's too all these things. All right. They're still there. There's no that's it. Okay. Lost jewels. Yeah. Okay. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names at the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. I kinda have uh, it's not perfect, but I'm in the neighborhood of a joke I've been working out since you first said um, Ms. I love Ms. it. Bayul. So it's like, I love it. I love it. So it's um, uh, what is what does the cartoon character Kathy say when she goes to uh, a spa? Axpa. Axana. 
Axana. Yeah. Okay. I wish you had said that. Sort of while I was, because I didn't really have a way out to the, as I was beginning the story, I was like, oh, this doesn't really end in like any interesting place. She just, the jewels, go, she just yeah. doesn't go. Yeah. Axana. Why, what has happened to your confidence? I just feel like I don't know you when you have something like that and you don't say it. We, right. When I'm sort of just hiding the ball. Like I just yes. don't. It's the hidden ball trick. <sighs> well, Remember, childhood for the win. Yeah, I, I I mean, I'm a 90s kid, so I'll definitely remember a lot of the stuff that you're going to bring up. Um, I guess, and that leads me to what's happened to my confidence. I feel like BuzzFeed's eating my lunch. I, I feel yes. like every thought I have, they've gotten their first. They've attached a fucking GIF. And you don't and really know where you end and the BuzzFeed begins yeah uh buzzfeed has taken up uh residence inside my mind uh they're renting a big old space out and um and and they're and i you know i say renting they're living their rent free uh they're not paying me a dime but uh, i can't think of anything else uh every time i have an idea i realize it's just something i saw (laughs) on buzzfeed Mm -hmm. so try living with that i mean it's Pretty painful existence. So we do want to talk about the show some more. We did. So as we were listening to the tape, Brett did start to get in uh, like a disgusting state again. We did have to take him to the car wash, walk him through Mm -hmm. the car wash to be cleaned off, cooled down. Yeah. He got slapped around by those fry guy looking things, you know, remember the McDonald fry guy looking things, packed Donald. Uh, right, which got me horny in the first place. Yeah, well, you but you needed a sort of overload, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, I got my my Jones out. To yeah, overload. He calls it getting his Jones out because he masturbates to Joan Holloway from Mad Men. Got to get my Jones out, and he takes out a pic of her. In one of those form-fitting dresses she's so famous for, and he just blasts away in the fucking car, like in the car wash. He says it mixes in with the foam. Nobody can tell, but in my memory of the last time we did this, when we took Brad to the car wash during the um, episode, yes, we played the tape. And it turned out that what he had been describing as a show was not actually the show at all. Mm. And he totally left out the uh, all the Steve Harvey stuff that ended up being so essential. Yeah, that wound up being kind of the larger piece of it. Finished product. Um, so what we did then was like we had to go back, and we'll play this, but like we had to go back and sort of put the episode through, put, put, put the story through the formula. Sean's uh, Beard, which I know some people have been curious to hear. Kind of like the ocean. We had to put it through this sort of pre this pre-established formula that we have for all stories. It's like the the um, it's story math. Honestly, it's uh, it's the algorithm. Yes, uh, we've. Cracked the code, uh, we've solved it. And mm-hmm. we have this story formula that we use, and it 
basically is an engineering technique through which at the end of the process, you have a very functional story that's very satisfying. It's got the correct number of twists. Mm -hmm. It's got the correct number of surprises. It's got the correct number of reversals. Mm -hmm. It's got the correct number of backfires. It's got the correct number of solutions and solutions applied. And it's just a simple structure that anyone can use at home. If you want to make a movie, a book, an album, it doesn't matter. And it's just... If, then, therefore, how, why, let's go, hang on, back it up, Uh uh-oh, not again, here we go, that's because, and now we're really doing it, the end. So, if you... If you are able to plug in your story points and have your characters satisfy the end of each of those statements, you will have some of the funniest, most dramatic shit on the planet. Well, they can hear. Let's just hear, you know, show They'll just them hear how it. They'll just hear it. So They'll just hear it. Play the thing. Okay, if, 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 if. Okay, if, 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 oh, oh, nope. Okay, let me do one. If Monkey Bone tried to win Miss USA, but he doesn't actually win, it's a fake one, and it goes to Punky Bone. Then, then Steve Harvey uh-huh. would be so embarrassed that he yes. would probably climb up on the roof of the building and try to jump off. Yes, because he's so embarrassed. So, so Monkey Bone has to go live in Punky Bone's house because... He had to get back the prize money and the house that he won that he was supposed to live in. Therefore, 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 in order to come up with half the rent, Monkey Bone would have to work at Punky Bone's work, which is McDonald's. So. We did so. Oh. And. And. At McDonald's, Pac-Man eating a pool noodle. Yes. But. Manny Pacquiao mean to Monkey Bone and Punky Bone because they're not eating enough of the fries. Because they haven't finished the fries. That's why Pac-Man's the star. And hold on, back up. Hold on, back up. Steve Harvey's still on that roof. So wait a second. Wait a second. Take all the extra fries. Make a trampoline for Steve Harvey to bounce off. Ooh, yes. Oh, and who would really understand a trampoline? Mm-hmm. Manny Pacquiao. Yes. So. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get to trampoline and really get under there. Yes. Now we're really doing it? Now we're really doing it. Steve's going to jump. Steve, jump off the trampoline, bounce off, land on Pac-Man, who gets hurt. And then... Irma Gerd, dude smashes butt. Kaplop! Is that the end? Mm, yeah. Where's Act Two? Oh, um. That's gotta be when they're making the trampoline out of fries, right? Yeah. Because that's guess. the fun and games. We do a triplet. We do a triplet of that fun and games of like uh, a couple false starts. Yes, they try to make a trampoline Sewing out of fries together. Ketchup, and, and it yes. won't. And it's, that's right. They try to, they go, oh, we'll make it out of ketchup. Then they go, we'll make it just out of the salt. Right. And is Steve Harvey jumping every time and then going back to the top? How do they know that the trampolines aren't working? 
Oh, well, what we can do, and this is also part of the fun and games, is have Monkey Bone tested out just jumping off the counter. That's right. And maybe some of the customers are going like, um, but can I get a burger? And that's a cool cameo for you. As? It's a Hitchcockian cameo. Oh, me saying, can I get a burger? Yeah. I would love to. Like in that Will Smith movie, Hitchcock, where he plays a superhero who's drunk. Part of the expression about I would love to eat the Doughboys' lunch and go into McDonald's and be saying, can I eat a burger this time? Oh, God. Wouldn't that be sweet? Oh, God. That would honestly be such or chowing a the sweet Doughboys dessert. Whole lunch. Yes. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay, Brett. Mm-hmm. Can we have that, please? Please, run it back, Brett. Because when we, it's like one thing for us to say it, but like it's another thing to. It's easier when I hear it, I can really picture it. So I'm going to (laughs) be watching the show on my TV. And so you're the TV. So now Brett's turning it on. And just run it back. Yep. And I turn it on. Make a little sound that you make. I found the channel that I like. Okay. That's not, so, the, that's not the TV turning on sound. You do like your little boom, boom, boom. That's how your TV sounds when mm-hmm. you turn it on? Yeah, sing me a little Is song. It like a minority report TV? What's that? It's like future. All right, so. Um, the rapper? Punky, Punky's in her lab. Monkey. Um, no. This is not. We will not do this again. And I know. <laughs> the lab. And Part I, of the show is much more minor than you're making it out to be. And I know you now, did take that lab scene. Well, yes, obviously. Well, how are they going to make a trampoline out of French fries if they don't have a lab? I, I honestly think it's just parallel thinking. It's not. It's stuff that's like in the air. Like making stuff in a lab is not something that you like have ownership of. So you're not putting me in the credits. No. Uh, Unless you want to be the TV in the credits, if you do a good job right now, then we can say Brett's the good TV. Yes. And now, it, but it is okay. troubling me that I realized that rather than what I thought originally was that you were making something up on the fly because you had not memorized what we were talking about, now I know that this is an actual agenda point of yours to get a scene into the show where Monkey Bone finds Punky Bone in the garage working in a lab and there's smoke and Monkey Bone says, what are you doing? And Punky Bone wipes the fog off her glasses and says, I'm doing my homework. And then they start, you nailed it. And then they start going at it. I, I really thought that that was just like something that you were just scrambling for at the time. But now I know that it's something that you urgently need to put in the show. Do you put that picture. Do not get your Jones out right now. Send put that, that picture or wedding dress. So let's do the real okay. show. If. It begins with an if. Okay, but do you want me to turn on the TV or not? Yes, Brett. I want you to turn on the TV. I'm sorry. Okay. Now? Yes, play. Sorry, I forgot to press play on Brett. If. Punky Bone. And Monkey Bone. They work in McDonald's. That, that's Act Two. We're at the beginning. We skipped ahead to the beginning of Act Two. 
So I go previous scene, previous scene, oh, previous Steve. scene. Right. If pack. This is really hard. If. If Monkey Bone is supposed to win. I can't if, remember the if name. If Monkey right Bone now. supposed to win U- Miss USA competition, but they announced yes, the wrong Harvey They announced the wrong one. Wrong, wrong one. Yes. Steve Harvey's really sad about it. If then. Steve Harvey is not then, sad, he's embarrassed. Right. Same. I don't thing. want to sidetrack us. Okay. Then, we had just started to get going. We already I, did. I don't Wentz. want to get us off the path. But whose side was that Lincoln lawyer on, anyway? Okay, this is going to take us way off the path. You think? I don't. I that's will not do my it. intention. I will do that it. That is not my intention. It's going to... I can imagine us having to basically start over on the whole thing because... Figuring out... I think we can figure this out. Mm-hmm. Whose side the Lincoln lawyer was on. Yeah. Because I think it was, we would just have to figure out who his like client was and stuff. Right. Because my memory of it is that he was on the side of that. It was fairly clear, but we would have to mm-hmm. figure out what happened in the movie. Okay. All right. So then that's probably not great for right now, just based on what we're already doing. Right. Yeah, because Brett's already going yeah. on the story. He's I do not. Back. But I was be- humming along, and you just completely. But be- well, I, was, I didn't mean to derail it at all. And because of the sort of atmosphere that we're cultivating here, if you would like to figure out which whose side the Lincoln lawyer was on, anyway, right now. Well, I thought right we were now, always allowed to do that. We, you are. That's what I'm saying. You are okay. allowed. I okay. just want to let you know what's at stake here, which is us basically having a... We could lose a lot of ground. Yes. I think a lot of the stuff that we've already put together will disappear. Mm-hmm. So you just have to pick that. Guy. And it, does this have the? And does this story that Brett's going to do? I'm, because I know this was important to you previously. Does this have the yin and the yang that you wanted? Uh, yeah. And you think Alan Yang will like it? Yeah, I mean, I was not sure whether to mention something about him the first time we were talking about it, but but on reflection, it feels appropriate. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's great. I mm-hmm. think it's good. Okay, so he'll like it. Okay. Do you now that you've had some time to think about it? Is it important enough to you to figure out, because we can look at the Wikipedia page, we can figure it out right now, which side the Lincoln Lawyer was on. Which side? I don't want to make that call. If you if you think that we can quickly de- deduce whose side the Lincoln Lawyer was on anyway. Okay. I, well, I would just like Brett to sort of be kind of quietly keeping track you of be our doing, old stuff. Yeah, can you be going through what... What we did discuss as the story while we figure out exactly whose side that Lincoln lawyer was on. Because anyway. I can see that being sort of a time-sensitive issue as well. Do you so want me to be recording you... all of this as well? Yeah, you're recording yourself Yeah, the, the... saying what the story is. And yes. you were on a good track. And remember, right, Steve Harvey's you. sad. Mm-hmm. But... No, no. See, and so this is what yes. I don't want to lose. Steve Harvey is embarrassed. Embarrassed. Isn't Brett that, that very Steve different? Said. Very different. You no. got me confused. No, Steve Harvey is embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So embarrassed that embarrassed yes. is part of sad. <sighs> but uh, so, and that's a whole different discussion. So, whose side was he on? And I and I have a question about him. Okay, I want Brett to sort of get going first with the like Brett, beginning with the if and just fire sort of, it up and just sort of slowly go through it, and then we can sort of get into whose side the Lincoln lawyer was on. Okay, so I was at um, Embarrassed. I'll give you that one. You're, okay, just be a little bit quieter, but sort of be 
Okay. Going through it. Okay, so. And Monkey Bone ends up having to live with Punky Bone because he lost the house that he was supposed to win in the prize. And then to make rent, he has to go work at McDonald's. And so, just sort of slowly be going through it. I know that the Lincoln Lawyer does exist in the same universe as Detective Harry Bosch. Yeah, of course. So. I know that Bosch never lets the law get in the way of justice. Yes. Pac-Man is. Is that true for the Lincoln Lawyer as well? Okay. I okay. That's not a separate. Or is he more? Is he more tied? That's not a separate into, question, but it's a. Is he it is more a tied into? Well, it is because he's. You know, if he's on the side of justice, is he still beholden to the law? Well, okay. Because he's in a courtroom. The Lincoln lawyer. The Lincoln lawyer, of course, is criminal defense attorney Mickey Howard. Mm-hmm. And he operates from the backseat of his Lincoln Town Car in Los Angeles County. He's he's used to defending garden variety criminals. And Earl drives the car. Earl dri- yes, of course. Yes. Earl, Earl drives the car. Yes. It's not yes. And Mickey Howler's in the back. A high profile case comes his way. Okay. He has the opportunity to represent Louis Roulet, uh, who's like a wealthy Beverly Hills playboy and the son of mogul Mary Wendell. Spelled like the wheel. Uh, the almost, wheel. Almost. It's okay. not finished. Oh. It's not quite finished. Got any burgers? Uh, Roulet is accused of brutally beating a prostitute, but uh, he insists he's an innocent victim of a frame up. Okay, uh-huh. so right now we're thinking that he might be on Louis Roulet's side. It's, I would assume this is who yeah, he's, this that's is who he's been hired yeah? to represent. Okay, then yeah, then that's whose side he's on anyway, right? Uh, and so they, but he and his investigator Frank Levin, they analyze photos and evidence. They find it's similar to one of Heller's past cases that resulted in a life sentence for his client Jesus Martinez for murdering a woman, despite his repeatedly proclaiming. His so what's innocence. that scene? If I'm picturing it, it's just literally a picture of a woman's face beat up, and then when they see another woman's face, a different it one, has and they, the exact same bruise structure. Yes, and so they hold them up next to each other and they say, "This looks like it's the same." I wonder if this is Jesus Martinez. Like this guy's mo is a specific. Like punching punch him in that part of their face, and it creates the same wound essentially. So, Mickey's ex-wife, prosecutor Maggie McPherson, she's never really understood Mickey's willingness to represent guilty clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her eyes, well, justice, she's a prosecutor. Justice above all things. And, yeah, you know, like the, she's on the side of justice. Does she yeah, let the law get in the way of it sometimes? I, I, well, I actually think she lets the law get in the way of her, justice get in the way of her relationships, because we notice that wow, she and Mickey have sort of strange. gone their separate ways at this point. Uh-huh. Uh, and Mickey Howler persuaded Jesus Martinez to plead guilty back in the day, which uh-huh. I... Uh, and that's the old case that he remembered, and he just it's from several years ago, and he yes. just saw the, the pictures photos and he says, case. Oh, I remember. This reminds me of the photos from another case. Yes. Uh, and... Jesus Martinez becomes agitated when Mickey Heller shows him Louis Roulet's photo. And so now he's wondering if Louis Roulet is the killer in the Jesus Martinez case. So this question is actually getting much more difficult to answer than I anticipated. Well, Martinez then is possibly in jail for a crime that Louis Roulet committed, but we've already determined, at least initially, that whose side Mickey Haller is on is Louis Roulette. Louis Roulette is his a client man. now. But Jesus but Martinez... A crime that Jesus Martinez is an innocent Jesus man is in jail for. was his former client and does that relationship end when the, when the trial is over or does Mickey Haller still have a debt to Jesus Martinez for sending him to jail for a crime he potentially did not commit? Ooh. I notice it's getting pretty quiet over there at the end of the table. Yeah, did we All get I'm to... hearing right now is a beard, and it's that's... not the beard I want to be hearing on the... That's Brett's mic. beard. No one get excited about that yes. beard. That's at Brett's beard. So, Louis Roulet ends up breaking into Mickey Howler's house. Mickey Howler is the Lincoln lawyer, of course. 
Uh, he nonchalantly admits to committing the murder for which Jesus Martinez was convicted. And oh so this God, is like his whole attitude. Raised in wealth can't. and privilege, he feels like the law can't possibly get to him. Uh, and he sort of, he, he makes threats against Mickey Haller's ex-wife and daughter. And... Okay. And so now, now we're on a different thing, and I'm and I'm totally willing to explore this as well. And I almost wonder if Brett knew that this would, that just by whistling this dude was sort of a a way to. Don't worry, be happy. So the formula works again. I mean, it's, you know, it's interesting that when you have the right structures in place, the story just works. And you gradually, you start with this uncarved block and you sort of chip away, you chip away and you say, oh, I think that might be the story's arm. And Mm -hmm. you say, oh, that might be its little pinky toe. And even that's important. Or it's tick. Or it might be the story's dick. I mean, you do have to find that at some point. And gradually, you end up with this amazing body. Incredible story with a, with a really, you know, a reasonably proportioned a, dick. A clean, like, nicely cut dick. Yeah. So... I mean, and what you heard was us sort of like, yeah, molding out, yeah, like where the spot for the dick was going to be on this story, yes. and and what fashioning we'll, it. And what we will do later, we're we're done with this episode, but what we will do later is actually write the script, which is basically hanging your Christmas ornament on the dick. So that's for the future time. Yeah, and you'll hear us do that at some point. Not but. next week, but whenever we. Like get in the mood, I suppose. Yeah, whenever that deadline creeps up on us. And um, we haven't given out the pro version in a long time, but there must be all kinds of nice people now who are saying me, me, me. Oh, yeah. Well, hmm. Well, okay. So who – all right. So I'm the pro version. Who do I want to go home with? Right. This is a good thought experiment. Should we get – lots of people like getting Roman sounds for the for the pro version. Should we get – Should we, should we get Roman do, back uh, in here? Yes, yeah, so, uh, Roman Reloaded in a sense. Sure. Should we do a Pink Friday Roman Reloaded? What's the – did you decide who you want to go home with? Are you still being the pro version? I'm thinking about it. And uh, you're not looking at any names. You're just having to sort of come up with it. I'm just going through it, you know. Hmm. And don't give those sounds out for free, Roman. And those noises were a gift to uh, Pie Man Pie 24. All right. Papa. Bye. Hollywood Handbook is brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbes. baby.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.